Hello and welcome to the Speaking Out podcast from the New Mexico Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Our goal is to highlight our programs and the amazing work that they're doing around the state, provide discussion around the topics of domestic violence, and create an environment of education and empowerment for anyone that may be experiencing domestic violence. May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And we are so excited to highlight the work of one of our newest coalition members, the New Mexico Asian Family Center. This week, we are honoring one of our two May Advocates of the Month, Yuko Kobayashi. Yuko is a caseworker for New Mexico Asian Family Center. But first, I have Cherie Alipat, their Ending Gender-Based Violence Coordinator, here to tell us about her nomination of Yuko and Mabuba. Thank you, an honor, and I so appreciate that Yuko and Mabuba was selected. So I'm excited and excited that they're selected in time for May, which is Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month, so even better. I know it's kind of hard and humbling to have to be put on a spot for work that they're doing, and I can't just select one or two. I'm so glad that two of our case managers were selected. So I really appreciate so much that they're going to be highlighted and all the work that they've been doing for years. Thank you for the coalition too, for being able to do that. Could you tell us why you nominated Yuko specifically? Yuko is one of the selfless and hardworking case managers at New Mexico Asian Family Center an advocate for domestic violence and sexual assault survivors, and especially for women that she has helped empower, assist, and navigate. She has made referrals and assisted through barriers and challenges in systems that have been some at times very difficult. She has helped case management, including language barriers and services that are needed, most needed in the Asian communities she has helped. Every individual and family, regardless of language proficiency, cultural difference, and an understanding of the process, Yuko has been an expert, I would say, as a survivor herself, knowing and understanding cultural differences and the systemic barriers that she has to face. She serves with so much compassion and care. She cares about the members that we serve. And members have described Yuko has been a tremendous help in their times of need. And she has connected members in achieving self-sustaining plans to achieve independence in their long-term goals specific to trauma-informed care and cultural sensitivity. She is an immigrant also, and she fiercely advocates for her clients' needs, and whether it's through employment, housing, rental assistance, and connected her members through resources and the wealth of resources and information. She's a social justice warrior, I would call. (laughs) She will also fight for her clients, and she will get them the information that is needed. She's also a help and a resource to her colleagues, so I appreciate that about Yuko. She does go above and beyond her clients, and she's been a continued wealth of knowledge for resources and can bridge the gaps for barriers for survivors, specific to all the community members, and regardless of their ethnicity, she's served far beyond just the Japanese community, but other community members as well. I'm so happy and so honored and so proud to highlight Ms. Yuko-san for this Advocate of the Month. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cherie, for your nomination. Now we'll be hearing from Yuko herself for her interview. So Yuko, I am so excited to talk to you today. And I would love it if you just told us a little bit about yourself and what you do with your organization. I'm Yuko Kobayashi. I'm a case manager with New Mexico Asian Family Center. Could you explain a little bit about what you do as a case manager? Yes, I identify the needs to clients and possible solutions to those needs. 
This may include assisting clients with legal services, with family law for divorce and custody cases, filing restraining orders, and like put the application for CVRC, welcome as a compensation, referring clients to immigration attorney for VAWA, U visa, and T visa, and a removal condition, and writing referral letters and statement letter, and refer to counseling services. And we also have peer support group and assist for low-income housing, affordable health insurance, those benefits, SNAP, cash assistance, Medicaid, Medicare. I connect clients to those all resources. How long have you been working with the organization? I've been working since 2018. And why did you decide to become an advocate? I have seen and experienced many difficult things in my life. At that time, I couldn't see any way forward, but advocates like me reached out and helped me to be strong and resilient. I'm sorry to hear that you're a survivor. Do you feel that that affects how you serve your clients? Yes, I I believe that it helped me to emphasize with those in need and encouraged me to do something that I have always loved, help others. Have you worked as an advocate prior to now, or was this your first job in advocacy? It's my first time I had, and yeah, and but I always loved supporting the community and sharing all that I have learned. I love to reach out to those in need and make them smile. Well, what do you think is the most important aspect of your job as an advocate? Trust. I think that being genuine and trustworthy with the clients is extremely important. They come to us looking for help and may be used to others telling them no or looking down on them. It is so important to build a trust, trusting relationship with the clients. How do you feel you are able to gain that trust with your client? Listen, just keep listening, listening, and let them talk as much as they, they can, they disclose and share. What do you think is one of the biggest successes that you've had as an advocate? I get to see the resiliency of our clients. It is so beautiful to see the clients become strong and to be changed by what has happened in their life. The clients come to me, come see me with tears. But when I see those clients live with big smiles and give me big hugs, I feel that my job was a big success. What are your aspirations for your future? Do you see yourself continuing to be an advocate or do you see your role changing eventually? I want to keep helping communities just as I do right now. And just as in our agency's name, I want to be family for them so that they can always reach out to me comfortably and feel safe. What do you feel that your community specifically struggles with the most? I think our cultures have some negative views on asking for help and people struggle with speaking up. There's no shame in seeking help and standing up for yourself. Please reach out to us if you or your loved ones suffer from domestic violence or sexual assault. Thank you for sharing that. If someone was listening to this and wondering how to make a difference in their community, what would you suggest for them to do? Mm, I want the community to know that we are a nonprofit. 
I often hear from our community members that they thought we would charge them or they would not qualify for our service due to their income level. Everyone is welcome and our service is all free. Oh, that's so great and and so important for everyone to know. So thank you for sharing that. And my last question is supposed to be kind of a fun one. So in the field that we're in, it can be very taxing. And so I'm just curious what you do to take care of yourself so that you can fill yourself back up and take care of the clients that you have. Mm, By creating a boundary line between work and personal time. And I enjoy spending time with my family and good friends during my personal time. And I also enjoy gardening and swimming. That's fabulous. Well, thank you so much, Yuko, for sharing about yourself today. And congratulations on being one of our May Advocates of the Month. And please know that we appreciate all the work that you do and how amazing it is that we have advocates such as yourself that are helping your community. So thank you. We want to thank our programs that work tirelessly across the state to support those affected by domestic violence. Each and every staff member, advocate, therapist, and supporter is important. We appreciate you. If you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, there is help available. Please call the hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233 or visit their website on a safe device at www.thehotline.org. Love our conversations? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. You can submit questions and feedback to Rochelle at nmcadv.org. Thanks for listening in.